My dearest Matthew, it is with great trepidation that I write to you on the eve of battle, for I fear that soon the old church bell in Nantucket Square will toll a solitary tone for my passing. The night is quiet. Not even the woodland creatures dare make a sound for fear of breaking the oppressive silence. With any luck, this will not be my last correspondence, but I have not yet dared to hope. Your bestest buddy in the whole flat earth, Alan Bryant Parker. <laughs> Dearest Alan Parker, I write to you to say that Matthew no longer lives here and you will have to return this letter to sender. I hope things are going well with you. <laughs> Yours, Genevieve Dundersmith. Dear Not Matt, <laughs> Turns out I totally seriously overreacted. The midnight opening of My Little Pony the movie was not nearly as chaotic as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I managed to get a commemorative popcorn tin without stabbing someone with my homemade unicorn horn. All in all, a pretty solid night, 20% cooler than expected. Sorry for the letters, my phone died in line. I'll text Matt once it's charged. P.S. I met this cool dude, Secretary Todd, in line. I've included a burnt CD of his latest podcast episode. Thought you'd like it. Brohoof, Alan. Dear stranger, <laughs> I'm happy to hear your movie went well. You're still <laughs> writing? Question mark. How did you get my address? Wait, I remember from the last bit, you thought Matt lived here. I get a lot of his letters. He needs to update his billing address now that he moved. I'm happy to hear that you're no you're not a convicted murderer for a children's movie. I will try to listen to this podcast a stranger sent me from waiting in line from another stranger. Yours respectfully, Genevieve Gundersmith. Six Degrees of Celebration! <laughs> I'm Alan. I'm Genevieve Gundersmith. <laughs> <laughs> and man, I'm such a brony. I, love, I can't get enough. <laughs> All I thought of was the episode of Bob's Burgers with the, like, the My Little Pony. Oh yeah. Spoof. <laughs> it's so good. The Equestrianauts. A bond of friendship greater than any force in the universe. Yeah, it's so good. An update before we get into this. Last week, I talked about how I re-remembered that I got thrown up on in school. Yes. My mom texted me and she told me that I did in fact return to the concert after being vomited on and they gave me the bouquet of flowers to give to the choir director because everybody felt bad for me. Like, sorry you got covered in bile. Here, why don't you give someone else flowers? Will that make you feel better? Will you cover up this trauma with flowers? 
<laughs> it worked. That, that was the, the lock that was placed on the door. It was flowers. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't remember for 15 more years. <laughs> How are you doing? I am tired. Why are you tired? Why are you tired? Uh, I was I was just up early this morning. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Yeah. So Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, I'm up at like 5.30 to go to the gym because by the time I'm off work, my gym is closed. And so I'm like, well, you go in the morning. Also daylight <laughs> savings time. That gave you an extra... It gave you an extra hour, but I'm also like, what year is it? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, what, what, what is going on? Like... I imagine someone like walks into your bedroom and like pushes the minute hand back one and suddenly like everything catches fire right. and you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like changed my microwave clock. I changed my stove clock. Every, all the other clocks changed themselves. Great. It is now an hour previous. I went to my car, turned it on, saw it was an hour in advance. It's like, shit. And like, <laughs> like, I gotta go. I was like, oh. Dumb. I'm a dumb boy. Um, oh my how God. are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. Like I get to go to work and like the sun's rising now, which is nice. <laughs> I'm thankful for daylight savings, but there is a weird vibe on the horizon. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to talk about this. Are you getting divorced? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's always not yet until we're dead. Until <laughs> you never know. <laughs> until death literally parts us. Yeah. <laughs> the birth mother of fear and hope, it comes holding hands with the wind. Some are resistant, others embrace it, but the fact is, it's a coming. Change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess the juxtaposition between the well, forces. Right, it's like, yeah. <laughs> Change. Oh boy. Yeah, have you sensed any change coming? I mean, the the pivot has happened. What is that? The the pivot from like post Halloween. So, I I find my perspective shifts November 1st because October 31st previous is like, all right, this is still 2021. You know? Mm -hmm. For whatever reason in my perspective, November 1st on is just this weird liminal space where people are prepping for holidays, prepping for 2022, and like recapping the year. Oh. And so it's just this weird, like timeless existence where people are like, I guess we're still doing 2021. Here are my favorite books of 2021, <laughs> I guess. It's like the transitional period. Right, right. That's interesting. I never even considered that, but you're totally right. As soon as your thoughts are towards the end of the year, you're doing nothing but recapping and preparing. And then January 1st, you're like off to the races. Right. And then January 1st is like, I need to run a 10K right now. <laughs> if I don't, this year is shot. How, how did you mean change? I, so Jenny can tell you, I, well, how often do I say that? Jenny. My wife can confirm. <laughs> yeah. She can verify. I'm not lying. I'm not a liar. That's what I'm saying. Every time I do that, I'm like, please, I'm not lying. Right. <laughs> I have corroborative, so corroborative sources. I was sitting here playing video games and I just like felt it. Like I, I, hmm. I was like, I started talking like weird shit like I do. I was like, 
the winds of change are coming and things are never going to be the same. I can feel it. I can feel the world shifting. <laughs> like, it's just like saying it to myself. <laughs> you ever do that? You ever feel the world shifting around you? Did you murder someone? No, but I don't know if I'm gonna. Like, I, I don't know what's I, happening. I, I don't or know what's if coming. I'm gonna all of a sudden, you know? <laughs> Things get weird. But like literally, like I sensed change coming. It's one of those things where I could like feel it. Like okay. no matter what decisions get made or, or how the chips like fall, like right. change is here and it's gonna happen. Yeah. Just interesting feeling. That is weird. I, anytime I, I sense change coming or like you know change is coming, right? Like mm -hmm. you're moving or, or what have you. You always get like those two feelings that surface that like fear and anticipation. Mm -hmm. No, I, I can understand that because like I'm having a similar conversation work wise. Oh, yeah, because you're talking about maybe shifting full time to the restaurant. Right. right. It's just like weird. Uh, maybe like not, no details have been made. No contracts have been signed, but it's just like there is possibility. There's it's a little scary because like what if when you start working for full time, you don't enjoy it as much as when you were doing it part time. Right. Right. But like also there's the anticipation of like, but what if I could be doing something I enjoy all the time. Right. And I'm like, uh, but well, yeah. Change is scary. I can understand mm. people being afraid of change. Change is also something we wish for 24 seven. Like I can't wait until, oh, when we do this, when we have this, when the world is different. And that's, I think the biggest thing is that as I think everyone has a, if I only idea, like if I only had more time, I could you know, do this. If I only had more money, I could do this. But then when that happens, there's like, there's always a step. In essence, I think that's why I really appreciate what we do because we're literally saying like, you know, we're not going to be looking towards the future and being like, hey, let's celebrate maybe sometime in the future having a house. <laughs> right, right. We're like, this is shit all around us right now that is good. Like yeah. that we don't have to wait enjoy yeah i sometimes forget about it because i'm too busy being hilarious <laughs> <laughs> i'm too busy being funny and likable and pretty god damn it <laughs> my life is so much harder than everyone else's <laughs> i did something this weekend that i had not done in a very long time Ooh. um i spent the majority of a day in a bar I walked into a bar at one point and when I left it was a different time of day I went in in the morning I left and it was evening I'm trying to figure out psychologically why I'm <laughs> reacting this way but that just sounds so enjoyable to me like just the, the it sounds great because I think it's because we couldn't for a while well that's true and it's also like because we're in a different life place now where that's not the norm like when we yeah. were in college it was like yeah you just that's just what you did you, well, you went to make it you, sound like we were like bar rats but like or we were though like <laughs> but like we were monsters but like so like we like went to class went to meetings went to a bar like okay but yeah but like we didn't like wake up and we're like screw classes to the bar 
all the time. Not all the time. Right. <laughs> but like that, in that time period of life, it's acceptable. Versus now where it's like, I get a text from a friend saying, hi, we're meeting at this bar for brunch. Do you want to come? And I'm like, yes, I do. Yeah. I have the day off, finally. Like, I have a weekend off. Yeah, please. And went on to a lovely bar and had cocktails. And it was like, this is great. How did brunch turn into all day? Because it was at a bar. We just kept drinking. <laughs> were there windows? Yeah, there were windows. Wow. Okay. That's impressive then. It, it's very much a like, it was very much a bar like slats where it's like kind of just like wood paneling and they had multiple different kinds of mimosas. So like you had, you had like, hey, <laughs> you just reached off camera and grabbed tea. <laughs> yeah. Jenny just like crept near, but off camera and handed me a cider. <laughs> Basically, what, what it was was that you had a mimosa menu, like different oh. kinds, but also like a bunch of other stuff. Was it like different kinds of both rum and uh, juice? It was like different types of champagne, different types. Oh, right. Yeah. Mimosa is champagne. Well, like you like <laughs> champagne and like this liquor and like this, we're going to add this flavoring. Like, I think I got one that was like orange juice, blueberry and champagne or mm. Prosecco, I'm sure. Right. <laughs> Not actual champagne, but yeah. And so wait, you guys just did mimosas like that was it like all the whole time? I did mimosas. I did a couple. What else I do? I'm not usually one for like creamy drinks, but they had like an iced coffee, like a boozy iced coffee. Ooh. And I'm like, this is great. So you just had good drinks, good people, good conversation. Yeah, that was nice. Oh, that sounds so nice. The Harpen Bard in Dorchester. It was lovely. When you first mentioned it, I thought you went to a bar like by yourself. Oh, and just sat and, there. Like, spent the day. <laughs> just like <laughs> it sounds kind of sad, but like I've gone to a bar to read a book. Like I've been that jerk. <laughs> I have a very distinct memory of you one time going on like a solo bar tour. Right. Yes. When you were like going through it. I did that. I did it safely. Yeah. I wasn't like getting trashed and driving. But yeah, I did like I wanted to do a bar call. In that way that I just kind of wanted to experience different environments all in one night. I was coming home from a, a far distance. And so I picked spots all the way along my trip back home and just like stopped by and was like, hey, I'm, I'm just here for one drink. And then I would just hang out for a bit and then head out. Yeah, it was nice. I met with some friends there and we just had some drinks and it's like, this is very nice. And like left around like 3.30 and I'm just like, <laughs> I spent my entire Sunday like... <laughs> Well, also because it's daylight savings time, it's like 3.30 is the end of the day when the sun goes down. And you're just like, mm -hmm. I spent my entire day. This is it. It's what a weird feeling when like the sun goes down at like 4.30 or 5 and you're like, all right, I guess I should get ready for bed. I guess I'm done. <laughs> like, this is it. Yeah. yeah. But it was very nice. So if you're ever wondering where you should take me for my <laughs> birthday, there is a place called medieval times oh my have you heard of this i yeah no this is very much your thing medieval times dinner theater if a renaissance fair is a local theater then this is broadway this is broadway. <laughs> this is the fucking big time uh <laughs> They have like bleachers along the outside and the whole thing set up like a big tournament. You have people on literal horses in full armor, actual sword fights, the royalty like judging whether or not a knight's gonna get killed or not. Jeez. And they have storylines. It's like WWE where like the green knight comes out and he's Sir Galifad and he's like doing his thing and he's like, I hate you because you taxed my land or whatever. It's just like this is a cool big thing. It's cool. 
I had like known about it and it was kind of a like big thing. I don't know. I've never been to a medieval times. The closest one's in Maryland. <laughs> oh, there used to be one in New Hampshire, right? Maybe. There isn't any more of that. Right. I honestly, I would flip. It's so cool. I love being around people who are like fully committed to the character. Game Grumps went there for a 10 minute power hour and they got to enter before the show. They met the queen and they got to practice some of the events and things. Right. If you guys want to check out what I'm talking about, Game Grumps did a 10 minute power hour. So just search Game Grumps, 10 minute power hour, medieval times, and you'll see it. It's hilarious. Also watch the one where Aaron Hansen has the like thing that spreads his- The one, your favorite. <laughs> Mark. Mark. Oh, yeah, this... <laughs> Jesus, Aaron. <laughs> I know it's... Ah! <laughs> There's equal energy there where they're like doing the things. The queen's like, do you think that you're worthy of becoming knights? And Dan's just like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, well, that's always the thing is like someone who like commits to it and someone's just like, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> yes, please. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you ever did this as a, as, a, as a child of Massachusetts. Did you ever do the field trip to Plymouth Plantation? I don't know if I did. This is connected, I promise. Okay. Plymouth Plantation is a living history museum. So what that means is they like create a historically ac- accurate replica of Plymouth Plantation and fill it with actors who are playing colonists. Oh, so you like walk around through them and they're like in character? Right, and they talk to you like it's the the 17th century. That's so cool. When you enter the area, please don't ask if I can take your picture. Ask if I, may I take your portrait? (laughs) That's what I remember. And like asking people, like, may I take your portrait? And they're like, yes, you may. Can I take your portrait? <laughs> right, like as but, a teenager. Like, right, but you're ugh. just like, you're in fifth grade. You're so tired. And you're just like, can I take your portrait? <laughs> it was like a 10 hour bus ride to get here. Right. And we're not staying overnight. And then you just see the rock. <laughs> the rock in the, in, in the bottom of a pit. Like, it's, just like, it's like this little <laughs> gate and it's like a pit at the bottom. You're just like, there's the rock. And you're like, cool. <laughs> are they keeping the rock safe from me? Or are like, we cool. being kept safe from the rock? <laughs> <laughs> You like look away and all of a sudden the rock's like a little bit closer to the right, edge. Right, right, right. <laughs> oh, God. Plymouth Rock's a weeping angel. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so cool. That's the kind of like inter-meta lore that I would mm. fucking die for. I yeah. think that's awesome. But the only reason I, I, I bring that up is because you mentioned like committing to a role mm-hmm. and the colonists like committed to a role. Like Disney level? Like Disney level. I want to go to medieval times. Medieval Times, I know you're not listening because like I don't know who the person for Medieval Times is who's just like trolling. Who <laughs> the person? You know, like the head marketing person for the head office of Medieval Times. Are you going to look it up? I'm literally going to look who's the person for Medieval Times. <laughs> medieval Times Entertainment, the Holden Company is headquartered in Irving, Texas. Uh, okay. There are 10 locations, nine in the United States uh, and the 10th is in Toronto, Ontario. Oh, ooh, we could both go to Canada and go to medieval times. Two birds. One Lance. Oh, my God. Uh, it doesn't say a name. It just says, like, the company. Oh, my God. The Illuminati run medieval times. <laughs> Guests are served a four-course meal timed with the presentation of the tournament. Yeah, it's like a full production. The standard offering is garlic bread and tomato bisque soup. 
I, I think that's really funny. It's like, ah, yes, the traditional <laughs> garlic bread. Um, Huzzah! A half rotisserie chicken, sides of herb, roasted potato and buttered sweet corn, and a castle dessert. Vegan and allergy-friendly options are available. Come on down. Allergy-friendly and vegetarian-friendly. Oh, it was founded in Kissimmee, Florida. That explains a lot. Florida's already doing this wild shit. They were doing it for business before. They were just doing it for entertainment. They just approached like five guys that were wicked fucking into it, like in the park. Yeah. Hey, what if you did this in front of people? Punk rock. It's like, did it. <laughs> but they didn't break character the whole time. They no. were like, verily, citizen, we would enjoy that greatly. Right, right. You're just like, and they've never broken character since. No, it's the same five people at all 10 locations. <laughs> they just road trip. <laughs> we shall make the trek to Canada. <laughs> Jenny might be interested in this. I don't know, maybe, but because I always made fun of her. Um, and now I'm kind of going to eat my words. Okay, let me get her. Here I come. Here I come. Here we come. I like how now she has, like, just a set headphone. Yep. It's like, yep. <laughs> I got her her own set because I was tired of us like pushing our heads together. So there was a time when all three of us lived together and I made fun, not fun of Jenny, but I like, <laughs> it was one of the things Jenny and I disagreed on, which was not a lot, but I've since kind of grown to eat my words a little bit. Okay. I like kombucha now. Yes. <laughs> I have no dog in this race. <laughs> I found a specific one that I like, and I'm like, all right, so far, this is the one that I like. You sent me a picture of it, right? The pink lady. Right, that pink lady. I'm like, this is yeah. the one that I like. That one is good. I'm trying to find other ones. The selection at Trader Joe's is like the health aid one or the like cinnamon, like paprika, powder, turmeric. Oh, see, I don't do those ones. I go for the fruity ones because I'm not a huge fan of ginger, and a lot of those, like, spicier ones have a ton of ginger in it. But actually, at Trader Joe's, I used to buy some there almost every week. There's a man who works at the Nashua store who saw that I was buying it, and he was like, I tell this to everyone, but you got to get the pineapple next time. <laughs> I was like, okay, and I did, and then... I went to his lane at checkout again. I was like, you told me to buy this last week, so I'm going to try it. And he was like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> and it is very good. <laughs> and he remembered. He's like, oh, yeah, Jenny, I told you about that. He's just like, wait, what? <laughs> it's, it's one of those things, that thing from Bob's Burgers. It's like, you told me about Topsy. I tell everyone about Topsy. <laughs> <laughs> I saw an article that was like, the health benefits of kombucha. I'm like, all right, like I'll, <laughs> I'll try again. Cause it's like, it's a probiotic and it's like tea mm -hmm. and it's full of antioxidant and free radical, whatever. Um, and I'm just yeah. like, sure, I'll give this a try. And now I'm like, God damn it. I'm a kombucha person now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. I think most of the reason you made fun of me is because one day I jokingly said booch instead yes. of <laughs> And I was just like, that's some good booch. Because <laughs> it sounds like a liquor. It sounds like a liquor in a, like a brown paper bag. Well, yeah, it sounds like hooch. I mean, to yeah. be fair, like, I get it. But Can I be the entry point for the audience? Because what the hell is kombucha? It's like a fermented tea. It often has different fruits in it as well. It has probiotics. It has live cultures in it, essentially. I don't know what that means. So basically what? They ferment fruit and put it so in water? 
There is a what's the I just heard the name tea, of it. Yes. I heard the name of what it is. It's like a Isn't fermented fruit how you make alcohol? Yeah. It does technically have a very minor amount of alcohol in it, not enough to be effective, ah. but it's the same basic process from what I understand. You put sugar in it, by the end there's not much sugar left because the bacteria like eats it, I guess. I don't know. That's how fermenting works or something like that. Okay. <laughs> so I I know there was a thing that you needed to ferment it, mm-hmm. and it's called a scoby. Oh yeah, scoby. I've seen that before. It's this like, I guess, mass of bacteria. Yeah. It was like a bag of bacteria oh, that you what? leave well, in the tea. Compared to like a sourdough starter, right? Yeah. Like that you like leave in the tea, and it like ferments it. It makes it like try to find it. Yeah. Oh. Oh. This creeps me out. I'm going to share my screen. You were like, it's like a sourdough starter. And I was like, I remember when Matt had a sourdough starter. He called it his baby. Yeah. And he would like take it out of like the cabinet to feed it. Listen, like 2020 was weird. I think half the world was making sourdough starter in 2020. It's still loading. So so this is what a Uh, SCOBY looks like. Oh, what the fuck? Like it's like a gel, almost like a gelatinous thing. Huh. It looks like a rotten tomato slice. And this is just <laughs> all instructions how to. How is to, it like a plastic thing, or is it itself just bacteria? Making a scoby, clean water, white sugar, black tea, store-bought kombucha, a ceramic container, woven cloth. It appears oh. to just be like. A disc of bacteria. Oh, God. You say that, but like you eat yogurt every day. Like you eat fermented foods. Like yogurt is bacteria? Yeah. yeah. Yogurt is also fermented. A lot of foods are made this way and it's not it's not as gross or scary as it sounds. <laughs> I don't. It's good for you. Yeah. I'm okay with the idea of bacteria where it's like. You've got enough bacteria in your mouth to whatever populate Mars or whatever the fuck it is. Like, when, but like when you're when you're like holding a disc of bacteria, like so much bacteria, it has taken physical form. Like that creeps me the freak out. That makes me feel like if you left on your leg, it could eat your leg. I don't know how bacteria works. I mean, technically, you can eat the scoby. I think. Oh God. I'm, okay, that's I'm, actually turning. My it's stuff. probably made out of like food substances, like like yeah, so again, like the sourdough mold. starter is what flour and water, and it turns into well, a so, well, it's almost like like runny cheese too. Is that supposed to make me feel better? No, but like, <laughs> but just like in that sense where like it, it's mold, it's not you know it's not going to kill you. That mold yeah. won't kill you. Certain molds will, but like we're explaining this to one of the pickiest eaters, so right? No, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, like yogurt is technically fermented and yogurt it's technically ah damn it like has bacteria you can like see the list on the side it says like contains live and active cultures and it, like that's what cultures are and it, like yeah. lists the thing that's the good yogurt yeah that's actually how you know it's decent for you yogurt because there's certain ones if it doesn't list the cultures then it's basically like sugary milk for some reason, I'm I'm less scared of sugar and milk. <laughs> you don't have to be scared. At least of it. <laughs> like looking at a tub of yogurt, like. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
remember when you started drinking the I don't know how to pronounce it kefir or oh kefir yeah kefir is the same the thing yogurt. yeah it's similar and you were like it's kind of fizzy I said yeah it has cultures in it it's like I didn't know <laughs> I told you this <laughs> I thought cultures just meant like carbon dioxide and stuff. I thought I, don't know. <laughs> I thought it was educated on place. <laughs> I mean, it is carbon dioxide. It's a, uh, the byproduct of the it. The bacteria produces carbon dioxide? Uh, yeah. I'm not going to stop eating it, but now I'm going to like make a face every time oh, I eat God, it. Oh, God. Until you forget. <laughs> Until I forget. You'll forget eventually. <laughs> Just like the vomiting incident. <laughs> <laughs> I will suppress this. So I'm going to get me flowers. <laughs> I'm going to just go back to my previous thought, which was like kombucha is just seltzer water. It's like flavored water. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's, it's just so much easier for me. Sure. Like if you told me that Spindrift had cultures, I might lose my fucking shit. No, it does not. As far as I know, that's bubbly water and fruit. <laughs> which, that makes sense to my delicate <laughs> psyche. <laughs> Anyway, congratulations, Matt. You should try more flavors. <laughs> Thank you. I'll, I'll try to find some more. I have, I have to stock up on the Pink Lady one. Yeah, there's a berry lemonade one out now okay. by KT's. That's very good. One of my favorites. Okay, I'll have to try that one next. All right, I got to go write a progress note. So I'll <laughs> Thanks see for coming in. I always love You're having welcome. you here. <laughs> I wish I could see her more. Uh, the only time I see her is when we have her on the show. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, I let her out of the cage and then she oh comes God. out and <laughs> does her thing. Transitions. Transition. Sleepy. Um, just trying to transition. Yep. You know, sometimes the transitions just don't come and that's okay. In my opinion, the evening should have four to five extra hours. Like where? Like in the evening. I don't understand. Uh, between like ten and one, I don't I don't understand. Let's petition Kronos or Father Time or whoever the heck is in charge of this stuff. Let's just add a few more notches <laughs> to the clock. Maybe Time Wizard from Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> so like, literally instead of twenty-four hours, have it be like twenty-nine hours. Yeah. Sure. So there is credible evidence that people have cosmic ADHD. Mm-hmm. I say credible with like huge quotations. Uh, <laughs> right. The evidence is found in the fact that we have these universal boosts of motivation and inspiration that come at night. Mm -hmm. So like when so much of the world isn't moving or active. Right. Like that's when your third eye can pull its focus like towards whatever you're doing right here and now. Well, I, I heard that there was a thing like early on you know, in early history called like second sleep where you would like go to sleep for like four hours, wake up for just like two hours and just go back to sleep. What? Because I remember hearing John Hodgman talk about it. Like when his, I think when his wife was pregnant, he just was like wake up at like 2 a.m. For just a couple hours and then go back to bed. Yep. He used to wake up. He used to read and it's like go back to sleep. And apparently they like recorded instances of this happening of just like, oh, I'm up. Let's get some work. Like, let's do some stuff in that related sense of like nighttime being like kind of productive or like when you can kind of like your guard is down a little bit. Why do you why do you think we have such motivation boosts at night? 
I think it's because we are a bit worn down and we're just like the filter is a bit more relaxed. And so we're less like, no, 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 no. It's just like every everything becomes a good idea. <laughs> you know? Yes, let's quickly write like a short story. Right, right. It's like, let's, <laughs> just go, let's just do it. Like, I know I had a high school teacher who once told me that he woke up at like 5 a.m. to write. He was in that liminal space between like dreaming and awake. Yeah. He wasn't quite all there. And so he just like would word vomit. I think these evening spikes of inspiration or like when I feel my best. Mm. We actually mentioned this, I think last time we talked about how we've been having a lot of brain fog and how it feels like half of our brain is like stuck on like our phones or whatever else. Right, 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 right. When I have like these evening bouts of inspiration, I always feel like both of my sides of my brain are like, all right, here we go. Like on this one thing. Right. We're focused. Yeah. It's like a beautiful flurry of productivity. <laughs> the only problem is that it comes at the expense of sleep. And that's, I think the trade-off is like, you have to work in the morning, so you don't have time to like work on your hobbies. But by the time you get home from work, you're like tired from work to work on your hobbies. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah. So I think those moments when you're like, I got to do something like, I got to do this. It's just like, oh God. It's more fun to do hobbies and things when you know you should be doing something else. Mm-hmm. When you're getting ready for bed, you're like, I really should be going to bed, but I want to do this instead. And so like all of a sudden you you have the motivation to do the thing. Right. Maybe it's because you're less filtered. Maybe it's because the time constraint for me, I need to be like under pressure to get stuff done. Like I need to have a deadline because <laughs> if I don't, well, I'll never get done. So maybe that, that idea of like, I have to do this or else I'm going to go to bed and they'll be gone forever. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, like I have the inspiration here and if I don't feed it, like it's not the fact that you're just getting ideas now, but like the inspiration itself feels like a temporary resource that you have to like spend while you have it. Right. This is why we must force the lizard men and women of our government to slow the Earth's rotation enough to allow a good 20% more day in our day. The movement starts here. With us. Join hands and let us march through their underground cities. Change is coming. I felt it on the wind. <laughs> I, did, I could just hear Jake having a meltdown outside. <laughs> Jake is like, yes, viva la revolution. <laughs> I just I close the door and he's like, I cannot access the entirety of the apartment. <laughs> Open the fridge. I can't get Un- in. Unacceptable. Flip <laughs> the table. I did another thing. Is this something you haven't done in a while? <laughs> no, I no, I've done this multiple times, and I need to stop. Um, <laughs> uh, I bought more concert tickets. Oh my I god! Keep, yeah, I know. Well, it's because I didn't go to any shows in 2020. It's not like a cosmic karma thing that you're like. Well, now I've built up all this concert well, karma. Well, <laughs> I'm going to push back and say it is, so fuck off. Jesus But also, like, people were now working on stuff and whatever else, and now, now that they can tour to support, they're like, okay, here we go. So it's kind of like the, the, the pipe got backed up a little bit, and now we're, like, going. I think I only... S- took my stance on it because you were you presented it as something you probably shouldn't be doing i probably shouldn't because i'm because money is a thing but well yeah but like as long as you're fiscally stable enough that you can like oh yeah afford to put then like you do it like why not and i think it's mostly where i'm at now i'm like after the last couple years i'm like you know what i don't have a get it done now the mantra like you could die tomorrow used to give me stress but after like the last two years it's such a freeing statement Mm. Someone on, on Harry Potter and the Sacred Text and they 
mention how they always say in the morning when they're like brushing their teeth, mm -hmm. like you could die today. It's like freeing. Anytime now that I, I get anxious, I, I used to get anxious, like asking a waiter for ketchup. Yeah. Anytime I get anxious now, I just tell myself like I could die tomorrow. Like we could all die tomorrow. Yeah. I'm just going to walk it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. The reason I bring this up is because I looked at my lineup Ooh. and I had a very distinct thought, which was... Matt, you are just so gay. Like, like what the fuck? This is so interesting because never in my life have I looked at something in my life and been like, Alan, you are so straight. Well, because <laughs> because like, what does that mean? Yeah, I mean, what is that? Like, what are you referring to? That so I looked. I looked at. The five shows I currently have tickets for. Do you want me to guess them? Sure, if you want. Is Lady Gaga I'm, one? She is not. She <laughs> oh, she okay. is not. Nope. You had this look on your face like, damn it, got it in one. <laughs> I've seen Gaga five times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm interested. Of like who I'm gonna pick? Right. I'm just I'm I'm just curious. Okay. Well you can't pick Phoebe Bridgers again. No, well she's not coming around again. Yeah. But like you're going to one of the shows. Oh, God. Helen, where are we going? What concert are we going to? All three of us? Lake Street Dive? Lake Street Dive. Yep, Lake Street what? Dive. <laughs> yep, Lake Street Dive. Uh, I wouldn't have pegged that as, like, uh, a gay band. I mean, they're not totally gay, but they're just, like... The reason I say that is because... Oh, there was, like, a common thread, you mean? Right. All of my shows next year are all women. Okay. Which is very much a gay thing. Okay. Of like, like, of like the female musician. God, I love women so much. You probably <laughs> well, don't know this, but that's the case. In, in, in a different way. It's just a different. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. The other thing, hun, is that these are very famous people that you also just don't know. Exactly. No. <laughs> and I had this like through line. I'm just like, oh my god. It starts with Casey Musgraves. She is a kind of pop country person. If we could play like a 20 second clip of a song, what song should we play? Uh, I would play the flute solo from There Is A Light. That was cool. Next, probably, I'm sure you know the song, or one of her songs. I got Dua Lipa in February. If we were to play a song by her. Levitating, not featuring DaBaby. <laughs> Which is like infinitely more popular. <laughs> And then we take a hard right <laughs> away from like dance pop mm -hmm. and go into sad girl autumn. 
Okay. Is that their name? No. Uh, oh, okay. It is just the collective time when, like, the music gets more acoustic, more vibey, <laughs> more sad. Yeah, they never talk about that in the coffee commercials. It's always pumpkin spice, but they never mention those, <laughs> the sad <laughs> girl autumn. <laughs> they never mention the seasonal depression. Uh, <laughs> Sprinkle your coffee with seasonal depression. <laughs> And we're taking a hard right and we're going to Mitski. <laughs> Mitski? Mitski. A song by Mitski that people should hear. Oh God, I don't want people to get depressed. Um, just do Nobody, because it sounds fun. My God, I'm so Yeah. That's cool. So she's like super fun and super <laughs> lighthearted. Uh, yeah. I just, it's just something fun. Uh, and then we have uh, Lake Street Dive. Oh, yes. Okay. So Lake Street Dive, I am familiar with. And even I listen to their music. They're so good. What are you thinking? Good Kisser? Good Kisser would be good. Good Kisser by Lake Street Dive. If you're going to tell them everything. Tell them I'm a good kisser. Tell them all the things you told me in your desperate whisper. If you're gonna tell them everything, don't leave out the good part. Tell them the way that you broke my heart when you told me that you missed her. I love that. And oh, you had another. I have one more. I have five. Uh, Brandy Carlisle. This is going to be like my quota for the year of of like being introduced to new artists. So Brandy Carlisle, you can play the story. Go from like thirty seconds. That's awesome. Yeah. And that's before the year starts. We don't we don't know anyone else. And you're going to see all five of those yeah, people. It's going to be fun. That is a huge range of music, but <laughs> man, that's going to be so much it's gonna fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah, and I, I need it. And we're going to see who else pops up. Taylor Swift goes in a free tour for everyone. Taylor Swift topples the government. And it's just like <laughs> free tour for everyone. We're like <laughs> Taylor Swift for um, Supreme Leader. Thank you, based comrade Taylor Swift. <laughs> You know, uh, 
Ninja Sex Party just released an album, so maybe they'll go on tour. So you should go see them on tour. <laughs> That'd be freaking awesome. You should do it. <laughs> no time like the present. I'm going to try to add one or two more. We'll see. Because I think Bunny Vare is playing Providence. Uh, and I really like him. I've never seen him live. And I might go see Snail Mail. So these five concerts you're going to go see. Yeah. Do you have people that are going with you? Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, good. Actually, the only two I don't are Casey and Dua. All right, so anybody out there who has tickets to those concerts. <laughs> who, who wants to see Casey Musgraves or <laughs> Dua Lipa? <laughs> who wants to go see Dua Peep? <laughs> <laughs> Hit Matt up, DM us at... DM us. <laughs> DM us at, what it, was it, Six Degrees Pod on Instagram? At Six Degrees Pod. The, like number Six Degrees Pod. Check us out on Instagram, follow us on Facebook, and don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. A big shout out to this episode's... A big shout out to Lakey Inspired for the there use of our is. theme song, The Process. It's like, you cued it up. Lakey, brought to you by Gillette Razors and Gary. <laughs> you can find our podcast wherever the hell you're listening to it now, uh, and everywhere else you get your podcasts. Look down, because I... I think you're listening somewhere else. How did you get there? Go back to Spotify. What are you doing? Really? I hurt radio? <laughs> Alan, thanks for potting with me. Why are they called Pokemon? I get that it's because they're pocket monsters, but they aren't in your pocket. They're in a ball and those balls are on a belt and the main character keeps his out of the ball just open willy nilly. Where's the pocket? They should be called Ballmons or Podsters. Play us out. <laughs> Dear stranger, I listened to that podcast. It's not half bad, but please don't write me again. That was kind of weird, but I appreciate you introducing a new podcast to my schedule between Radio Lab and Reply All. Dearest Genevieve Gundersmith. Dear Jen Gunder, <laughs> NP, Alan, <laughs> smiley face, smiley face, a little doodle of like a <laughs> little dick, little dick doodle. Victory! <laughs> what? Did you send me a Renaissance dick pic? What the fuck? <laughs> Yes, it's just a picture of a dick. <laughs> oh, I think that might be one of our first bouts of dick humor. And it's, I think uh, so. That was great. It's, it's, high, quali it's high quality. It's, it was tasteful. It was tasteful. <laughs> tasteful Renaissance dick. <laughs>